This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. This is the one only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? <laughs> I know I know what you're laughing. I know what you're thinking about. Well, I'm just laughing because you are being a slut. How, how, I, <laughs> I was going to say something very sweet, and then you oh. have to go and ruin it. <laughs> you tell, tell me something sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something sweet. I was going to tell you that I've booked a recording session so that we can go (laughs) record a song about our journey. (laughs) And I told you that you're a slut. That could be the opening lyric. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Have I told you lately you're a slut? (laughs) How dare you? Shouldn't we do this though? Shouldn't we? We could do it at home. We got the mics right here. Only if I can sing. Well, you Technically can't sing, but I will <laughs> allow you to try. You love when I karaoke. What are you talking about? I do. I do love I that. I feel like we should do our song to the rhythm of System of a Down mm. or Evanescence and mm. I, I'm golden. I don't think so. What would our song be? What would our, besides the whole slut angle, <laughs> which I think is spot on, but. It would be beautiful. I think something about international love, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't, doesn't Pitbull have a song about international love? Mr. Three Florida? Yeah, or Florida, one of those guys. Those are two <laughs> very different guys. Florida, I mean Florida. Florida, gee. <laughs> That's the best thing he's ever Florida written. Florida is the state you live in. Yes, uh, Florida is, is an artist I don't listen to. Isn't it Miss... Oh, what, what oh boy. Guys, we're going to get a taste <laughs> of Teresa singing, I think. Isn't it like... One of them, or maybe it's um um, uh, what's the guy who just shouts things? Little John? <laughs> no, who's Little John? He's like, yeah. Oh, Little okay. John. Okay. No, it's a D- DJ Khaled. He just oh, shouts. Yeah, another one. <laughs> Isn't that a song? It's like international love. I don't know. <laughs> I think there is. I do like you taking the DJ Khaled approach on our song, though. I will. I will lead. <laughs> The vocals, then you could just yell things. I like it. You could just yell check things in the background. <laughs> I like it. All right. Guys, stay tuned. Coming to a, I don't know where near you, but it'll it'll be somewhere. I mean, um, wouldn't that be something? It would definitely be something. <laughs> Maybe we can put it in our store. Oh, huh. <laughs> you're going to make people <laughs> buy it? Like a 99 cent download? <laughs> I'm kidding. No one wants that. Nobody wants that. But I that. thought it would be a beautiful thing for us, well, let's maybe. let's think about it. Let's maybe. Think, maybe for our five-year anniversary. Ooh. Yeah, nice. as long as I can do like a, some singing. Oh, well, we'll discuss off the mic. Which All right. Which is what your singing will be. All right. I know, I, know, I know the name of the song. Please. Best friends, lovers, and a married couple. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's like a John Mayer song. <laughs> friends, lovers, or nothing. Ooh. Yeah. No, friends, lovers, and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you mm-hmm. go. All right, mm-hmm. guys. Wow. We digress early in the show, so you know what kind of show it's going to be. We are here to talk about the the episode before the episode, if you know what I mean. It's finally, we're almost there. Decision day is almost there. The episode before the episode and the episode. <sighs> it looks like a two-part Why decision day. Why are they day. stretching this? Eh, advertising. I guess. Also, well, no, because they cut it to an hour and a half. I was going to say there would be more show and less D-Day if, or maybe they had planned for a two-part decision day, which they would need if Mac and Dom were still on. Well, I think the second part will be some juice after the D-Day. Maybe that's where some of the things will go down that we saw on social media. I would take that. Sort of like how they did it after the tell-all 90, where they, they go back to the hotel. Yeah, like... <laughs> Interesting. 
All right. Well, before that, we have to do this episode. There were some interesting things to talk about on this episode. And before that, a little housekeeping. So make sure you guys follow us on Instagram, at Married Through Reality Pod. Good time over there. Message us really is the real reason we want you guys to follow us is so we can chat with you. We chat with each other. All the time. Almost daily on this podcast. All the time off the podcast. But we want to talk to you guys too. So message us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. Also, message us and listen and join the fun over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. We are cooking with love and paradise right now. Yeah. And we love talking to you guys. So, so many of you send us awesome messages. You comment on the episodes. They like We love this. it. They don't hear this. We, oh, cut, we cut this out for our patrons. <laughs> well, you know who you are even though you don't hear it. It's so much fun. Yeah, they know. But it's a, it's a good point I raise. Uh, good point, John. If you join the Patreon, it's ad-free. It is housekeeping-free. So you go straight from the start of the show right into the meat of the episode. But we do include the beginnings when we add yeah. over stupid things oh, that yeah. we enjoy. The only thing we cut out is the whole follow us on Instagram, join is us this, on Patreon, because right? you're already there. You yeah. guys are already yeah. there, so we don't ask. So patreon.com slash reality. It's a good time. Also, just follow the podcast right here, right now. That way you'll get whatever we drop on the free feed as soon as we drop it. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it is her. Here's the soul bar. Because I would go. No? Yeah, I would go. I, I would go with you so I can keep an eye on you. So some gentlemen don't come and talk to you and get too friendly with you and try to invite you to their cars. I would just show them muttering. Yeah, smash it like it's smash Vegas. It's one I just came up with. I wish I came up with that 19 episodes ago. <laughs> that was a cool bar. I'm sure it's off the main road, off Broadway, because it didn't seem very Nashville-y. Teresa, smash Vegas. I like it. All right. I like it. Come on. I also like, I miss Nashville. Last time we got <sighs> so hammered, we should go back. <laughs> it was a good time. We were there over Christmas. It was a great time. Oh, back. my gosh. Let's go back. We All should. Right? All right. Last but not least, if you haven't left the review, please do. We love when you guys leave the reviews. If it's a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on the Monday Night Podcast, the 90 Day Fiance Podcast. Yes. So please, if you got something to say or even if you just want to rate, drop a, drop a rating, that's great too. We appreciate the love wherever we can get it. Yes. All right. Shall we do it, Teresa? The reason we are here, Married at First Sight, Season 16, Episode 19? Yeah. Yeah, it's episode 19. They're going over 20 slots. It's going to be at least 21. Yeah. Yeah, plus the after shows and all that. But They're trying to make the big bucks. They're trying to make the big bucks. Should we announce? I feel like we've talked about it and, and posted on social media a little bit. But once MAFS ends, what we're going to roll into. Oh, sure. Pretty excited about this one. I'm super excited because it's right up our alley, especially <laughs> my alley. Allie? Uh, it's your back alley. Alley or alley? Well, that sounded dirty. Alley. Alley. A-double-L-E-Y. Well, I know how to spell it. I don't know how to pronounce it. Alley. Alley. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yep. It's, it's right up our alley because it's a show about international love, and it's right up Teresa's alley because... Shout out to the Czech Republic. One of the three countries that this show is going to take place in is going to be the Czech Republic. Oh, yes. Ahoy, ahoy. It'll be fun. Ahoy, yex and mosh. We couldn't be more excited about that. So that starts next week. And no so, way. Yeah. So for a week or two, you guys will be getting three episodes on the free feed. And then maps will end shortly. And you'll be getting Match Me Abroad. Oh, that's the that's the show. Match me abroad on Match TLC. Me abroad on TLC. I was just gonna say, can you tell our friends where they can watch? And it's TLC. Do we know what days? I think it's Sunday night. Sunday night after ninety. Don't mark my words, but I'm pretty sure it's Sunday night. Either way, you'll be still getting ninety on Mondays, and then we'll figure out if Match Me Abroad if if we release that on Tuesday or Wednesday. But that's what's coming. Super excited about that. We love that international love. Yes. Speaking of Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide. You see, it is Pitbull. You just thought of it. I said no, Pitbull. No, you said it. I said Florida. I said um, DJ Khaled. Yeah. No, that's what I'm International just, love. I don't know if that's a Pitbull song. but I think it's a Pitbull song. It sounds like a Pitbull. It is a, it is a right? Pitbull. Yeah, it is. I Damn, it I'm so good at Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do it. So, yes. Match Me Abroad is coming up quick. But before then, let's talk about maths. Starting with... 
Gina and Clint. Well, we all know when there is a soft video, it's probably not good. And here we go. It's Clint self videoing. Mm -hmm. self-videoing himself <laughs> and he's a little bummed out about the dppc visit and what gina had to say about him and i don't blame him i mean sugarcoating is not her second language i don't know uh i don't blame him at all right he's a little he's hurt because of the things gina said yeah especially because they were having fun and the things she said she turned his good qualities into something bad, which I didn't like. I don't know if they're totally good qualities. I'm well, still some, like him being friendly, being out there, being open-minded, having fun. I think those are good qualities. That's great. But she called them outrageous and sure. borderline embarrassing. So yes, that's okay. what I meant. That's great. Yes. I will agree that I, and I don't know if this is where the comments stemming from or if there's other instances, but I'm sure Gina was embarrassed firsthand or secondhand. I'm sure she was embarrassed when Clint said on television for all of us to hear, I normally go for more athletic women. Yes. So I don't know if that is, if she's just hanging on to that and that's the embarrassment she felt, or if it's just that he throws on a cowboy hat and jokes around, and that's embarrassing to her. Mm. Because one one is is rightfully, you, you can be embarrassed for that, and then the other, just, you know, loosen up a little bit, have fun. I'll tell you how she feels, because I'm a woman, and I, I think I can get a pretty good guess. He didn't even embarrass her. He hurt her feelings. Yes. And, yes, it is. It might be embarrassing, but it's not because she's not fat she's not big and his comments doesn't matter it, 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 you I should know, know as I'm a saying, woman it doesn't it's how you feel about yourself and absolutely but i'm saying it's like yes maybe it could be embarrassing but more so at least for me i would feel hurt that someone said it out loud in front of other people me included right i would just i would feel hurt and that's something that girls don't forget and anything you do past that you will always think to the, that moment. So if he does something goofy that normally you'd be like, oh my gosh, like he's so much fun. You're like, oh, yes. Oh, and that's the same guy who told me something like, oh no, you just, you just, you just start to resent him. Even though you, she was probably trying not to, but there's always this piece of her that she goes back to it in her mind and she's like, nope, I don't like this. The only reason I don't think she should feel secondhand embarrassment. And again, we can't tell anyone how to feel. But we always talk about how I'm a reflection of you. You're yeah. a reflection of me. And so, sure, when Clint gets a little wild, it's it's a reflection of Gina in a sense if this was a traditional relationship because it looks like, oh, you chose this guy? This guy's out of control. Why would you choose to be with him? They were matched sight unseen. It's, yeah. married, it's married at first sight. So she shouldn't be embarrassed. She should just be like, can you believe it, guys? This is who I got matched with. It's no reflection of her that she got matched with yeah. Clint. I think maybe it's a combination of what you said and what I said. It's just she is from the moment that he made a comment, she won't forget it. Same thing. Kristen didn't forget Mitch's comment. As much as yeah. they tried, they ended up having fun. She didn't get over it. She's not going to, uh, what's her name? Gina. Gina. I'm looking at it. Gina's not going to get over it because that was an unnecessary hurtful comment that basically shaped their relationship. And it was so early on that she will always go back to that. I just wish if this was the single moment or the single issue that she talked about it more. And I get it. It's probably embarrassing for her to talk about. But don't then sit with the experts and say, oh, yeah. I'm getting second-hand embarrassment. He is, he's bizarre. If it's truly this one incident, let's address this one incident. And can we get over it? Maybe not. Probably not. But don't make Clint think, what, what else am I doing that's so bizarre if it's truly this one incident? Well, I think she also said some hurtful things about him. And I think it was in, in the response to what he said. Um, but moving forward, I think Clint was trying to make make up for it but 
when there is no attraction, I think you go a little wilder. Like if let's say I was talking to a guy before you that I wasn't attracted to, I would be fine being like, whoa, like all wild and I, I can get wasted. I don't care. Right. But if you're talking to, if you're dating someone you do care, you're attracted to, right. You, you start slow. You get, let the person to get to know you slowly and you unveil all your quirks as you go through it. Right. If you don't care, if you see someone as a friend, YOLO, you can just be wild and it's okay. And maybe Clint is just being himself that he would normally be like this when he started dating someone and he would grow into that. He would eventually show her this type of, this side of him, but now there is nothing he can lose. That's true. Yeah, that could be the case. Does it make sense? I feel like I talked a lot. It, it makes a little <laughs> sense. In the beginning, you're always a little more reserved and yeah. you're, you're trying to slowly let out your true personality. But, but if you like that person, like if, if you, you like, like person. that person, you see some potential future with them, you don't want to put it, put it all out at once, right? You want to slowly get into it. And I think our relationship, I'm not saying I changed my personality. I didn't, but it shaped me and it allowed me to embrace my personality like I'm more me than I was before if yeah. that makes sense but it, it's because you created the space for me that I feel that way but I oh look grew, at me I'm like Eris creating space well I created space for you too but I grew into that like I, I wasn't wild and like this first couple of days maybe the second date but no and it's such an interesting thing about human nature that if you did the things I love about you today, seven years into our relationship on our first or second date, <laughs> I would be sprinting in the other direction, <laughs> right? But it's what I love about you now is that you're so goofy and silly and you're singing and making weird noises, and <laughs> right? But for some reason, if you did that on our first date, I'd be like, because I don't know, what does it say? You, oh, absolutely. It's a weird thing. Same for you. I, I agree. I just don't know why that is. It's I don't know why you need to reach this certain level of comfortability before you can truly appreciate someone's quirks. Because once you feel comfortable, the quirks come out. I, I'll, I'll just put it out there. John and I love making up songs, right? Did I like making up songs before? Yeah, when I was a kid. But then in my adult life, I wasn't really doing it because I had no one to do it with. Mm. And then I found out that John loves making <laughs> up songs and that's all we freaking do. But I learned it about him and we slowly got into this. I didn't go on a first day and started making up a song about the first day. That would be weird. Yeah. But you brought it out of me, something that wasn't there, but it was there once upon a time, right? It came out because there was a safe space for me to just go wild knowing that I really, really suck at singing. Yeah. And that's just one of the one of the things. Okay. All right. Let's get to this farm because I, I want to talk about these horses. Gina and Clint, they're they're doing a little horseback riding on on ranch owner Marie's ranch. Yeah, Marie's wearing the cowboy jeans. Like I feel like everyone on Yellowstone, all the girls wear those jeans. But I wasn't I wasn't giving they're Marie like, the uh, eyes. They have something like these embroideries on their butts. Like a little very, bedazzle? Very oh. popular when I was about thirteen, so hmm. Okay. Somehow it's stuck. It's stuck with the cowboy community because I've been seeing it all over on these cowboy women. I got you. So two times in one season, we're going horseback riding. Shout out to Nashville. Wait, who went? They all went on the honeymoon, and this is when Mac was oh. terrified. This was the first moment of weakness we saw in Mac of like, well, really, you're the scared. Water. Was it? Yeah, they were riding in the ocean. That doesn't count. Well, all right. I, I just feel like. If Mac wants to be with Gina, he better learn to be okay with riding horses. What's Nashville? I mean, it's Tennessee. Yeah. 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 So they finish the ride and it's it's time for a picnic. Clint planned a nice little picnic for him and Gina. Yeah. And I like what Clint said because he said, I'm just going to rise above what happened and I'm going to enjoy this day. He's really trying, I feel like. Yeah. And I really like Clint. I do too. I don't know if he's trying now because he wants to look like the good guy or if he's actually trying because he wants to win Gina over or if he's just trying because he's going to just let's have fun with it as much as I can. He's been trying since they came back from the honeymoon. Like, I feel like maybe he started trying because A, he was committed to this. B, he knew what he did and he felt bad. But I feel like he's been trying ever since. And mm -hmm. I think his trying turned into actual trying and trying to make it work. But... 
you need two people for that. Yeah, it's almost the same thing about routines where if you try to do something or if you do something for three weeks, yeah, it becomes routine. Oh, yeah. Clint tried and tried and tried to step up his game with Gina. And now finally, I feel like it's just happening naturally. Yes, but I would not go call marriage a routine. No, but this isn't a traditional marriage. And I just mean going out of his way, even though he might not feel the love being reciprocated, he's not going to let that stop him. He's going to fight through and be there for Gina and, and yeah. show up and show her love. And if you do that enough, when it's hard, eventually it will become easy. And I think it's starting to become easier True. for him. But he also brings up the DPPC meeting and yeah. and Gina... And I'm glad at least she owned up to it because she was like, yeah, you're bizarre and out outrageous and kind of apologized for hurting his feelings. But at least she says it. At least she doesn't turn it around saying, oh, no, that's not what I meant. Because she's like, yeah, you are. Yeah. I just Here's the thing. I just think she chose, what's the thing? She poorly chose. Chose her, her words poorly? Yes. <laughs> just like you just did? <laughs> she chose her words poorly. Yes. And it's like calling someone bizarre and outrageous, almost like if you tell me that, oh my gosh, like this person is so bizarre and outrageous, I would think like that person's just like out of control in a bad way. Right? Here's the thing though. We only see a fraction True. of what she sees. And she made a comment one more time in this picnic that she's made before and that I picked up on about Clint's drinking. She made mm. a comment about the drinking and he goes, well, yeah, on special occasions, very quick to defend, right? I can't say he has a drinking problem because we haven't seen it or it hasn't been blatantly shared with us, but I wouldn't be surprised if he hits the sauce a little hard and that could be something that's upsetting to Gina. Yeah, and I, I almost feel like for many it wouldn't be a problem, but let's say maybe Gina is not a big drinker and for him enjoying a beverage and that brings out his goofiness even more and he gets a little crazy. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that may bother her. And there are people who are okay with their significant others getting hammered and going nuts. I wouldn't like it. I don't no. think you would like it either. No, but. no, no. And it's so true. If you're sober and the person you're with is blackout drunk, it is embarrassing and it is upsetting and frustrating, maybe scary. And so I could see some of her comments coming from these circumstances. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like thinking back, let's say to Nashville and you and I got hammered. If only I got exactly. hammered and you were sober, you would think I'm being out of control from what I remember. <laughs> I, I was I was pretty drunk and I still thought you were being out of control. And we have the photos to prove it. And they were on Patreon. <laughs> when I was hugging the penguin. Yeah. A big part of my lifestyle. <laughs> but yeah, but and the same comes for me. Like I, I don't think I would like you being wasted if I'm sober and you're being a little wild. I'd be like, why are you being wild? But if I'm drinking with you. I'll be wild with you and it's fine. Yeah. I, I'm just very, I'm, I, I'm very, I don't know. I hear Gina mention this comment more than once mm, and, interesting. and I tune into it. I'm, yeah. a, I'm very aware of when she brings it up and how she brings it up. And it doesn't seem like an off the cuff comment. It seems like something that is a problem. I mean, to be honest, he's a single more recently single dude in his 40s who makes decent money and enjoys sailing. I'm sure he drinks. I know, but there's responsible drinking and there's irresponsible drinking. True. Let me just put something out there. Having the cameras on you and being in a setting that, oof, I need to relax a little bit. I think that also might do something. But they drink all the time and that's not the issue. It's not like, oh, he's drinking during this picnic or he's drinking when he goes out with all the guys. It seems like it's an excessive amount of drinking mm. when he is drinking. Sure, mm. I get it. You're going to be on camera. Let's have a drink or two and loosen up. But once he starts, does he have a problem stopping? 
I don't know. Just the amount of times. Oh, I know. I mean, I didn't pick up on it. I'm glad you did, guys. Call in. And again, I can see him having fun. I can see him drinking more than think others. About, more think, than her, for sure. Think about the couple's retreat when he was too oh, hung, he was out of control. He was too hungover to even go to the photo shoot. Then he was too hungover to climb at the lumber sports place. <laughs> and I forget who made the comment, Jasmine. Oh, that's great. You take care of him. That's, that's amazing that you're oh, there yeah. for your husband. And Gina's like, yeah. Well, I don't want to have to take care of my husband like this. Like, you would never say that if it was a one-time thing. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, John's hungover right now. I'm taking care of him. You would only make that comment if it was a repeated yeah. offense of, yeah, I, I don't want to take point. care of him. I don't want to take care of him like this. This That's happens every point. week. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well, maybe it'll come out on D-Day. We'll see. All right. Jasmine and Eris. Yes. All right. Let me just put it out there. Why is Meg hanging out with all these guys <laughs> just putting it out there, asking the questions that maybe the experts should be asking while sharing them that they have, he has a thing for Gina? I think maybe the producers feel bad for Mac. He got the short end of the stick. He's supposed to be on this season and they're throwing him bones everywhere. I guess. At least this is how he stays in shape, though, because every time he's hanging out with Clint or with... Eris, they're working out. Well, yeah, and promoting this gym. Oh, yeah. They were wearing, they both of them, they were wearing shirts with the name of the gym. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a, little, a little promo. Yeah, but you're you're right. Quickly, Eris fills Mac in on how things are going with Jasmine, and it's getting better, and I feel like, oh, we're reaching a new level of intimacy, which is good. Yeah, and then Mac comes up with this lie that he he will literally change his mind about because he's like, well, yeah, I slid into Gina's DM, but it was because like she has a famous hot friend, so I was asking her about it, and two seconds later he's like, well, I can actually see that me and Gina we have a lot in common. I, c- I can see ourselves together, and um, um, maybe if they get a divorce, uh, I would like to go out with her. It's like, dude. Yeah, and I'm sure that was true. I'm sure that was. His, oh, yeah. I'm sure that was his opening line when he slid in to the DMs. Was like, "Hey, you know so and so." And I tried to look up who this friend is. I couldn't figure it out. If you guys know who this f- super famous friend is, uh, call in. But I'm sure that was his opening line to make it seem like it's innocent. And I'm not interested in you. I'm interested in someone else. But then he literally puts it all on the table and is like, "Gina's good looking. We're like minded. Would I go out with her? I'd, yeah, I'd go out with her." How are you like-minded? Because you both have a business. And there they both are so don't, many people who have a business. They both don't love partying. I think he said last time when he was talking. Oh, to, okay. To I us. think Mac is too boring for Gina. And she I is mean, boring. That's probably true. That's why she can't get down with Clint. Mm, that's, Clint a good, that's a good point. Clint's there to have fun. Clint's throwing a cowboy hat on, line dancing, riding horses. He hitting the hitting the sauce. Mm, I think Do- Dominic would like Clint more. Yeah. We'll see. They'd go fishing. They'd have a good time. Yeah, they would go sailing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the PC and DP fucked up. Yeah. Uh, speaking of them, they pay a they pay a visit to Jasmine and Eris. They want to check in, see how things are going. Mm-hmm. Eris, he's kind of like a new man. I almost feel like, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but is the Tin Man finding a heart? Because all the things he's saying now, I feel like he's made some progress. Yeah, and he says it. He's like, we've made a little progress with all the tools you guys gave us, and DP and PC are so happy. He just needs to shut up about Jasmine's finally speaking up. <laughs> I think she was speaking up before, just not enough for you maybe. And just stop talking about it. I, I hate it. He keeps bringing it up. Bring Here, it up once. Here's the thing, and I, and I don't want to call you out, but when he said it in this moment about, yeah, I, I see you're starting to speak up so much more, you audibly let out like a, uh, like a, like a verbal eye roll. Well, I said shut up, bud. <laughs> <laughs> but he was spinning it and saying, seeing her speak up more helps me. He was saying like, she's helped by watching her grow. It's helped me grow. So I think he was trying to give her 
some kudos in that moment, but you were rolling your eyes because you're like, yeah, we get it. You want her to speak up more and share. Yeah, I didn't pick up on what you're saying. You were saying, oh, I have the social anxiety and usually I don't speak up. I'm uncomfortable. But when I'm standing next to her and I see what she does and how she's grown, it makes me feel so much more comfortable. Which honestly, what he's saying is true. Like if I walked into a bar alone, I would probably have a little anxiety. Like, I don't know where to go. Where do I sit? If I'm waiting for someone, right? Yeah. I would still be like, oh, where do I go? Like, I had that situation. And w- when I walk in with you, I don't care. If we okay. meet people, I'm fine speaking out because I'm with you. Like, I'm, I feel like, and this is going to sound super cheesy, but I feel like I can do anything when I'm with you. And most of the things, most of the time I'm with you, but when I'm not, sometimes in a certain scenarios i'm like like i don't feel fully myself that makes sense or I'm, I'm i'm overthinking things yeah i mean that's very sweet i don't know if that's exactly apples to apples what he's saying he's saying yes to that but also just seeing what she's mm. done has helped me grow in areas of my life too which which i find very true in our case like when i look at you and things you've done it helps me. It gives me confidence. Like this girl who wrong chooses her words <laughs> has gotten this far. Not too often. Not too often, but has gotten this far and has the confidence to speak up and speak out like I should too. So. Oh, thank you. We're like Jasmine and Eris. Well, we're not, but, <laughs> but don't say that. But we're not. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then they actually looked comfortable together. They like, did. In this moment. They seem to be enjoying each other's company. I hate all these like DPs like look at each other and tell each other what you love about DPs each other. DPs are dirty though. Oh no. She's PC, PC PC is a dirty pastor. Yeah, DP is just a dirty pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy. Uh, yeah. Ares is like, well, I love that Jasmine's open about things and she's a good listener. He always mentions Duchess. I think Duchess is a big part of this. That's the real thing, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is, hey, a dog can soften a guy up. That's a good thing. Yeah, we'll see one day. Uh, Jasmine likes that Eris is really patient and pushed, pushed her to be better. Which is good. Yes. Yes. I feel like I can see them. I could see them together if he didn't burn so many bridges. And she's the only reason why they're as far as they are, is not because of him. It's because of her. Because she's so nice and calm and just rolls with the punches, trying to work and trust this. There's so many women that would just be like, fuck you, I'm not doing this. This is, like, you're not attracted to me. You're making all these sleazy comments. So many girls would have been checked out already. So... It's all because of just Jasmine. I, I'm going to give Eris some credit here. And you just have to look at this kayak date. And kidding, not kidding. He was sitting in the back paddling. Kind of. Which I don't know who we would have if we would have seen that seven weeks ago. I mean, when he kind, was, kind of paddling. He was doing more than when he was laying in the bathtub getting grapes fed True. to him. Right. So... I do think Eris has made some progress. Yes, Jasmine stuck around and dealt with a lot of shit, but I do think Eris has made oh, some baby steps. He, oh, 100%. I'm not saying he hasn't, but I'm saying it's all because of Jasmine because she didn't give up and she just kind of looked and, what's the saying? Like put herself above this and mm-hmm. try to move forward because, again, he's he said so many hurtful comments and sleazy comments and she's just wrong with it. And I feel like maybe that's what now he finds attractive without knowing is that, oh, she's so cool and so nice and she creates this space for me and she doesn't freak out and throw things at me and leaves. Yeah, that definitely could be it. I was pretty hopeful after this little kayaking date, I thought, okay, they're on the same page. They both seem like they want to make it work. But then at the end of it to camera, Jasmine goes, a lot will have to change for us to have a successful marriage. And I was she like, didn't say change. She said, we will need a lot of work. Okay. Which is true. 
It is so true. Okay. Like, think about it. This is the first time we all think like, oh, maybe they can make it work. What about the past 18th episodes? No, that's true. Like, think about it. I think he started being nice at the retreat, which is, what, two episodes ago? Yeah. No, it's a good point. I think maybe a lot of people get down to the wire. You're a day or two away from decision day. And you go, I don't want to get embarrassed on TV. I, I don't want to be turned down on TV. Let's be nice. Let's try to make this happen. So they say yes, and then we can break up off camera. And so, sure, maybe Jasmine has to be sitting there wondering, eh, is this change for real? Is this change yeah. for good? You cannot just think about the good days. You have to think about it all, especially I know. for them. Yeah. And it's like, yes, we all sit at home and think, well, they can say yes and get a, get a divorce the next day. But at the same time, it's it's huge. You do have to think about it all, but I wonder, I really wonder what DP or PC, PC would say about thinking back to the first week or the second week if it was bad. Wouldn't they just say, focus on the good. Look at the progress you've made. The past is the past. Think about the future. Yes, but the past is part of the future. Like there's certain things that you don't just forget and move on. Like, if you did something shitty to me, if it was super shitty, I wouldn't be sitting here. If it was, like, medium shitty and I was able to get over it, I would still, it would still be in my mind. I would still think about it, if that makes sense to It you. does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Let's see. I don't think they're right for the long haul. No. But I wouldn't be that surprised if they said yes. Oh, which reminds me, we're supposed to have our, oh no, we're going to do it after decision day. Yeah. Our the, predictions. Yeah, the predictions. Yeah. If you guys are tuning into the season late, we made our predictions after episode one of mm -hmm. what each couple would say on D-Day. And so, yes, after those decisions, we will. I think um, most of mine are going to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if we had any yeses, they're probably wrong. We'll see. All right. I think now is a good time to take a quick break. We will tell you about our sponsor for this episode, and we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How's it going? Eh, can't complain. Try eh. not to complain. You want to talk about Kirsten and Shaquille. Woo, forget. And the personalized song. Forget Clint. I got secondhand embarrassment watching this segment. Oh, oh, oh. Frozen embarrassment, if that's even possible. All sorts of embarrassment. Yeah. There Let's shout out, I'm sorry, to uh, Wade Wilson, the bunny. All right. No? Yeah. Oh, that was uh, pretty cute. I thought that was B-Rabbit. Is Eminem in studio laying down a track? Is that B-Rabbit? Um, yeah, they're they're in a home studio. They're in Caitlin's home studio, mm -hmm. who is a singer-songwriter. I don't know if this is Gina's super famous singer friend oh. or not, but... They're there. They're going to write and record a song about their relationship. So she was singing some of it, right? Like Kirsten Who? was just adding. Oh, Caitlin was singing yeah. all of it. Oh, okay. Thank thankfully. Yeah. First, Caitlin wants to hear about the journey so that she can kind of get some lyrics down mm -hmm. that relate to their story. And so they're like, well, we went, we went to Jamaica and then we went. Gatlinburg and Caitlin's like, oh, the Smoky Mountains. Smoky Mountains. Okay, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good lyric for a song, Smoky Mountains. And Shaq's like, you know, maybe like from the beach to the mountains. <laughs> and Caitlin's like, Shaq, I think I'll handle the lyrics. Why don't you? Oh, she loved it. She's like, look at this songwriter. After like the third lyric, he shouted out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was kind of like ironically. Oh, okay, um, another idea from the lyricist. All right, great. Well, I think Shaq's lyrics were better than Kirsten singing. And I mean it with love. It was bad. It was. Woo. Tone deaf would be an understatement. Well, here's the thing. If she did it knowing that, oh, I suck, but I'm just having fun. I, then it was amazing. If she did it thinking, oh, I'm such a great singer and this is going to be amazing. Then it's like, oh, you might listen, listen back to this a little bit and then uh, think, about, think about it for a second. If <laughs> If it wasn't so bad, it would actually be sweet. The The idea of recording a song. So you don't want me to record a song for you? You know that I was going to do it for our wedding. I just couldn't figure out the... Oh, yeah. 
I just w- couldn't figure out how to make it work. Oh, so then we should I just, tell our friends that. Then I just designed it. Do you want to or do you want to keep it to ourselves? Well, it's I kind think of like a, like a, let's high level it because you already said we love to write songs. Well, we love to write songs. So we have a, a large catalog of music. A lot of songs. <laughs> and <laughs> Teresa was going to pick the greatest hits and record them. And then give it to me on our, the night before our wedding, on our wedding day? No, on the wedding day when you, because like a lot of people apparently in America, and I like it, give gifts to each other. But what I've experienced so far, people give each other expensive gifts. And I was just, Jen and I just decided let's give each other something meaningful. Let's not spend big bucks on this. Just let's think about it. Yes. So... Teresa was going to record the greatest hits yeah. by herself, which the idea, the, yes, it's, that's sweet. The intent is sweet, but you're only one half of the duo. Exactly. That was so, another thing. So Teresa bailed on that idea and then basically, well, I'll keep the gift private. Okay. But it had to do with, well, should we just say what the gift was? Yeah, it was a, it was a shirt that listed all the big hits. Yeah, it looked like uh, like the back of an album. Yeah, that had all the songs, all the big hits, all of our biggest hits yeah. listed. And that was when it was in that moment that I realized Therese and I are pretty in sync. Okay, we've been pretty in sync from day one, but there was one song listed, which made me question everything. <laughs> it's one of our it's one of our biggest hits around this one house. One of our biggest hits. <laughs> and I'm going through the songs, tears in my eyes, can't believe it. And then I <laughs> I I reached the song and I go, Oh, I felt bad calling her out, but I said, Teresa, there's a typo. <laughs> you have a typo on this. And Teresa's like, no, what do you mean? And she looks at the she looks at the shirt and she says the title of the song and <laughs> with complete confidence, with the with the confidence of Smorf. <laughs> If you will. And I said, no, it's not Smorf, Teresa. It's more. And she was like, what? She goes, for five years or four years, however long it's been, I've been singing <laughs> Smorf. I'm just using Smorf as the placeholder. Yeah. So in that moment, I realized we had been singing different things. Although in unison, we'd been singing them differently. And that's a beautiful, beautiful explanation of our relationship. I think we do things pretty in sync usually. We do, but sometimes we approach it differently, but sure. yet it sinks. Yes, in, in harmony. In harmony. Yes. And to this day, I think Teresa still sings her version. Oh, of- I totally do because that's what I know. Yeah. You cannot teach old dog new tricks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So they finish their recording session. They sit down to talk. Shaq's whole thing is, I want to feel secure in this marriage. And at times, I don't know if I feel secure. What do you... I think it comes back to that we don't see the whole thing. We just see a little bit. Right. Because I'm going, what are you talking about? Like, what do you need? And Kirsten goes, besides family, which I get, you want to meet my dad. What else are you talking about? That's it. (laughs) Shaq just throws out this general idea of support. All I need is support. Okay, we'll define that because all you've said is you want to meet her dad and you want her to go on your work trips with you. But be specific if there's something else. I think meeting the dad was huge for him because he looked at it in a way that it's like, okay, you have a good relationship with your dad, but you don't want me to meet him because you probably don't think we will be together past the eight weeks, right? If right. she said, me and my dad, we don't talk, then I would be like, well, I don't need to meet him if you guys don't even talk. Right. But if you have a good relationship, then why don't you want me to meet the guy, right? Besides you are thinking that, oh, there is no need for it. Right. And I think I threw that hypothesis out an episode or two ago. But then we learn because DP and PC came by, Shaq ended up getting to meet Kirsten's dad. And they're besties. They want to drink beer. And it went well. And I'm glad because back after the recording session, under her breath, when Shaq said, oh, I just want to meet your dad, Kirsten's like, well, he doesn't want to be on camera. Right? Oh, I missed that. Oh, you missed it. Look at you. I always miss the important. That's why I have John here, guys. They subtitled it. Oh. Because it was so under her breath. 
And so like in real time, I'm taking my notes. and I'm like, oh, Kirsten says dad doesn't want to be on camera. And then I think about it and I go, that's kind of a convenient excuse because they don't follow you around 24-7. There's certain filming days. There's certain filming times. Then you have freedom other times. But then I thought maybe it's contractually obligated if you do something this big and significant. You have to tell the producers. So maybe they're going to wait till after the process. But I'm glad they yeah. went off camera, met dad. And yes, it went very well. Yeah, Kirsten's happy. Shock, that's everything he ever wanted from a relationship. And so <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. And PC, PC's telling them that he wants them, or they are a great example of a different PC. Power couple. Power couple. Yeah, I don't see that. I mean, what's a power couple? That you are good together or you make a lot of money? Is that the idea? I think, yes. At, at the very least... You have to be both successful in your own right. You have to be powerful in your own right. And then when you come together, you guys are power. A are power we a couple. power couple? We are. Yeah. You don't, oh, <gasps> you don't, don't think we are? We don't, you don't think we have a lot of power? Mm, with our powers combined, sure. We're a power What do you couple. mean? I don't think anyone would look at us and go, oh, look at this power couple. So what would people think? This is a very nice couple. <laughs> <laughs> So who is a power couple? We don't have any friends who are a power couple. No, I don't think we do. Right? I mean, I hold that I, I hold that terminology in, <laughs> in very high regard. Well, I look at it as like... Um, uh, celebrities are power couples. Yeah, as like Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry. Power couple. Yes. Power couple. Yes. I yeah. just sent you something about Orlando Bloom earlier. Yeah, Star of Promen. Yeah, he's the new face of our favorite Czech beer. Yeah. Because he lived in Prague during some recording for years, and he learned to love this one beer that John loves. Yes. Yes. I think that's a power couple. Yeah. Um, we're, we're a nice couple. <laughs> we're, we're, we're a pretty nice couple. But yeah, I just think like even, yeah, in our circle, we don't know anyone who's making hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so nah. I feel like you got to reach a certain economic status. You got to be going to events. Guys, like, come over to the Patreon <laughs> so we can tell you. <laughs> we, you can make us a power couple, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. But I think, yeah, you got to be... Rubbing shoulders with the right people, breaking bread with people in power, and then you're a power couple, right? <laughs> I guess. Just I mean, having a solid relationship, and I could be wrong, but just having a solid relationship right. doesn't it's make a, you a power couple. Yeah, I guess. I think power couple is just, um, there is more power than coupling. Yeah, you could be a solid couple. Yeah. But without the finances and the connections... And the influence. What cars are we driving when we are a power couple? I would have a Range Rover. Okay. I would have a, I'll go to Euro. I would probably have a, like a nice Mercedes. The one Ooh, that's like. That's so basic. No, but the one that looks G -Wagon? like. G-Wagon? The Wrangler, but oh, it's a Mercedes. G-Wagon, G-Wagon, G-Wagon. I yeah. just saw it on, I recently like, I recently purchased a car. Not to go into details, but I still get ads for cars because I was searching for a long time. <laughs> like, if you could afford that used car, have you checked out this G-Wagon? Well, it's about dealerships, so oh. you can... And There's I just, no way the dealership you bought your car from is selling a G-Wagon. No, but you, I'm saying I will... Well, they could if someone dropped it in, I guess. But that would be, yeah. Someone's going from a G-Wagon to a Toyota? And not that you have a Toyota. You bought a used car from a Toyota dealership. I mean, COVID-19 pandemic? Uh. I guess. Econo, the economy isn't the best. But anyways, it was in one of the dealerships as you scroll through all kinds of cars. There was a G-Wagon and it was like a 2020 for 135000 Yeah. 2020, not even the new one. <laughs> that's <laughs> ridiculous. Well, that's what I would get if I'm, a part, if I'm a part of a power couple. All right. Oh, look at this. Let's move on to the next couple. If there were to be a power couple this season, it would be this couple. True. It would be Nicole and Chris. And Wait. This is no. Hmm? Yes. They, they're not power couple. Yes, they're. They're not rich and famous. No, but to be a power <laughs> couple, first and foremost, I think you need to be a solid couple. And then on top of that, you need to be wealthy and influential and have. They're not, none of that. They're a strong couple. Who's a stronger couple this season than Nicole and Chris? Well, I guess. But they're not the power couple. You literally just 
took everything you said about being a power couple and you threw it out of the window. I said if there had to be a power couple this season, it would be them. Because they at least have one aspect of a power couple. They're just a couple. They're just which the is second more part. than anyone else can say this season. It's just the second part of the power couple. Which is more than anyone else can say this season. Is it because Chris drives an Audi? Does he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, that's a pretty powerful car. All right, all right, all right. If and anyone, this, it would be that. And this is a this is a power couple date. Getting a private chef, you're on a rooftop. This is a power couple date right here. Yeah, just a couple dates. <laughs> um, it was a nice date. I thought it was a lovely date. I thought it was nice too. Um, it turned into like Top Chef when they had to brulee their own creme. Yeah, and a little competition that Nicole won, which was good. Otherwise, she would freak out. Well, did you see the creep that was judging this competition? He was like twisting his mustache. Who's chef like, Chance? Oh, I think the lady is going mm. to win this competition. Yeah. So Nicole, of course, brings up the living situation again. And how our only concern is if we're not living together, are we going to come, are we more friends than lovers? Does this take the power out of the couple? And Chris made a comment. I was like, really? Because he said, well, living together is big. Yes. Bigger than being married? No. You're married, dude. Why is living together, at this point, living together should be just something that, you want so bad because you wanted to be married and it's working. So why is it such a big deal? You can break a lease. Come on. Yeah, I, I didn't interpret it that way. But I did. He made it sound like that. That's an interesting. No, okay. That's an interesting thing. When I heard it, I heard, yeah, living together is big. We should figure this out. You were you heard it as living together is big. I don't want to rush into it. Yeah, because he goes like, well... Uh, what is it if we don't live together for a few months? And then he, they kind of went down this, like, yeah, it would probably not be good. But then Nicole said something which made me question this relationship because she said, you you have to know that I love you no matter what I say on decision day, but I need to make a decision for myself. Here's what I think before you, before I let you talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> she I, could see me leaning in. Oh, John was about, you like open his mouth. Uh, I think that, She's thinking, if he doesn't commit to living together, I don't think he wants to be with me. And in that case, I'm out. Yeah. What else could you think? Because every day, <laughs> what? Go, you go. Every day, she is reconfirming that she's going to say yes. At the top of this date, when she cuts into her steak, she says, mm, if I say no on decision day, it's only because I'm marrying this steak. That's her saying, I'm going to say yes on decision day, right? Chris, at every turn, is instilling no confidence that he's going to say yes. He's saying, well, maybe we should wait till after decision day to decide if we're going to live together. That's saying, there's a chance I'm going to say no. So mm -hmm. now she has to go into defensive mode to say, you know what? I got to do what's right for me. I guess. We'll see. We'll see. I still think they're going to say yes, even though I said no at the beginning. Oh, did you check your notes? Uh, I, I remember. Oh, I remember too. Because, we, we both because she was such a different person. Exactly. She She's done a 180. Absolutely. Not 360. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's done a 180. And yes, she's very likable. She's fun. She yeah. can take herself too seriously. Yeah, she really grew on us. Yes, we are Team Nicole. Team Def Nicole. Definitely not Team Chris, I'll tell you that much. No, what if he makes her happy and lives with her and allows the, her dog to mm. live with them too? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. All right. Little guys hang, girls hang? Guys hang, girls hang. Guys right. hang first. So here's the thing. They all talk about the same thing. And they just keep throwing it back and forth. But they talk about the decision day, of course. And I think in this case Clint knows that Gina's gonna say no and he knows that he's gonna say no so now he's playing the devil's advocate who else is gonna say no right oh Clint is hosting oh, the yeah. guys oh, yeah. get together and we go to Shaq who brings up how he finally met Kirsten's dad but now oh that's not good enough all I ever wanted I now have but now I'm wondering why did it take so long 
Yeah, and Clint is like, well, let me ask you this. Um, during all that, uh, are you guys actually have fun together? Mm. And it's, I it's think they question. do. And we did see them having fun, but I did we? Yeah, when I mean, they're rapping or doing the songs or uh, yeah, but I don't think they are fun people. Like I, here's the thing: individually, I don't think Shock is fun. I don't think Kirsten's fun. Yeah, no, the no, the highlight of. Shaq's life is a work trip. Yeah. And so, that's fine. You do you. You do you. He don't don't his, make me do it with you. Well, he loves his mentees. Very true. But let's talk about the recording session for a second. They weren't having fun together. Maybe they were having fun independently. But Kirsten stood up and sang. Shaq stayed laid back, throwing out lyrics. Supporting her. He wasn't mm. laughing. He was not laughing. At least not laughing at her. It would be different if they're both standing up, singing together, doing a duet. Like, that's having fun together. Yes, but everyone's different. They both seem... Like, Clint is a fun person, right? Yeah. Shaq is not that. No. Kirsten is not that. And that's okay. Okay. Oh, but let me ask you this. So, Clint's hosting and asking Chris about the relationship and... They mention conflict and how they haven't had any. That's not true. They've had maybe not major fights. They, they've had conflicts. They ran into issues that they resolved. Yeah, except for the big one. The where are we going to live has not been resolved. True. And sometimes not a resolution is a resolution, which may be the case here. Not deciding where we're going to live is pretty much deciding where they're going to live. So... Yes, they've had conflict. Have they resolved it all in a way that makes everyone happy? No. And apparently it's because Chris is a golden retriever, which is what... Help me out. It's not Gina. Nicole. Nicole also calls him a golden retriever. Yeah, I think that's the ongoing joke. Why? Because he's a bitch. If anything, I would maybe say he's like a poodle. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Poodles are a little sassy. <laughs> and he's not sassy. Yeah. I just like golden retrievers. I don't like Chris. So the association doesn't work for Here's me. Here's what I will say about dogs. Dogs are going to be the real heartbreakers of this season because when Clint won't have Hank anymore mm. and, and Eris may not have Duchess, mm. there's going to be some broken hearts. Yeah. I mean... Jasmine is a breeder, so they can just get a couple of new dogs. Oh, we'll talk about a breeder in a second. But yes, to go back to Chris <laughs> and Nicole, they're dancing around this one conflict. They're not resolving it. And it's almost maybe because Chris knows there is a deadline to this issue. When the buzzer sounds and decision day comes, I won't have to make a decision on where we live because I'll make a decision on who I'm living with, and it might not be Nicole. I think it will be Nicole. We'll see. We'll see. It's really the only couple that I'm dying to know what they're going to say. Everyone else, I'm like, take it or leave it. I can pretty much say who's going to say yes and who's going to say no. I think I can too. Okay. Well, we'll save it. Yeah. We'll save it. All right. Uh, The girls hang? The girls hang. Woo! Well, the place looks more fun than the guys hang. A little bit of a wild restaurant, I would say. But they're kind of talking about the same thing. And Jasmine comes a little late. But when she shows up talking about Eris, how he kind of is stepping up his game. Mm-hmm. and But for her, what she's going to do is that she's going to decide for herself. How she feels what's going to benefit her. And no matter what... This experiment really helped her grow, which is great. Yeah. Looking at it this way, great. Yeah. So all the girls talk. It's more of the same. Nothing earth shattering. No No. breaking news. But then all of a sudden, five guys stand up and in like slow motion walk over to all the girls on the dance floor. Well, if you see four girls doing line dancing with cameras, I mean, you might get curious. Mm Mm-hmm. And at first, I thought, oh, this is production. This is definitely a little, little production twist saying. Well, I think I 
thought so too. Saying either, hey guys, go talk to them, or production hired a few actors to mm. go play the part of these interested men. But the longer it went on, the more I felt like, oh, these guys are actually trying to get it in. Oh, this is what I think happened. I think production asked them because I don't think they would just walk and talk to them with their cameras on them. Well, I think the production asked them, but they were drinking probably a bachelor party or something, right? Mm -hmm. And once they did that, they were like, oh, okay, hold on a sec. Yeah, because the things they were saying, like they were bashing Chris, calling Chris like a beta and... Yeah, a boy... I think if you're just a few guys from Central Casting going to go play this part, you're going to flirt a little bit. You're not going to bash the other guys on this season. You're not going to get a little sloppy, which was the moment I said, oh, I think this is for real. When Jasmine was giving her interview and then all of a sudden just the breeder steps into the (laughs) shot and is like, you don't have to do this. Come outside. I got a, I got a Beamer outside and like shows his what keys. What does he have? A uh, BMW? BMW. Oh. Yeah, shows his keys and like trying to like lure her outside. Like that's not production. Yeah. No, I thought that was that's a alcohol. little. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But I think it started with a production. Nicole. Uh, Nicole was very vocal. She reminded me of one of our friends. Oh. She was just vocal flirting and she didn't fool. She was like, well. I'm a married woman. Um, obviously, well, I didn't she say was anything. embracing it a little more than that, she Teresa. Was, she she was embracing mean? it a little more than I'm a married woman. Well, that's what she said in the interview. Oh, in the interview, sure. Yeah, sure. but she was embracing it more, and she was bashing Chris too because the guys were like, "Oh, you are the alpha," right? She's like, "Oh yeah," mm-hmm. and my my husband is the better, and they were like, "Oh, he's the boy," and she's like, "Oh, he's a he's the better." It's like, oh. The only, the only wife that really wasn't having it was Kirsten. Yeah. She's like, I want to go home and hang out with Shug. Yeah. Which that says something. Yeah. Uh, all the other women were eating it up and, and she was like, no, thank you. I mean, Gina didn't seem too interested either. She was sitting down at the table with them. Yeah, but she wasn't Nicole all interested. Right. Right. I think Nicole just, I don't know, not necessarily in a bad way, but I think Nicole likes attention from men. Of course. Uh, and uh, this this was it. Yeah. It was interesting because it was this almost like this big last night before decision day test. Yeah. It couldn't have come at a better time to remind you, oh, yeah, if you're single, you can get some attention. Yeah. And to, and to test, is this what you want? Do you want to be talking it up to random guys at a club or do you want to be home with your husband? Well, they all ended up being home with their husbands because mm-hmm. they all come home. We see the dogs. We see <laughs> the relationships. They're chatting. And here's the interesting part. Until today or until Wednesday, all the couples on maps always spend the last night separately. Mm. Now they're not. Unless there is another night in between that we won't see. I have to imagine there's another night because you got to pack your stuff up. You leave the shared house. I don't know. Unless we get that next week, but we always see that. I know. It's just, it's a good point. I thought about it, but I don't know if we'll see it next week or we'll if it see. just if it's got left on the editing room floor. But yeah, we just see him in bed, all, uh, all the husbands and wives together. And all the wives came uh, home, so that's a good sign. Nicole was telling Chris about the breeder who took a liking to Jasmine, but conveniently left out. The guys who were talking trash about Chris didn't mm-hmm. didn't mention her chatting up anybody. Oh, she was chatting up everyone, just walking up, up and down between them, flirting. Yeah, and then Eris and Jasmine, they just had like a nice little moment where Jasmine says, "I'm I'm thankful we're matched," which I think she sees this breeder at the club trying to lure her into his BMW mm-hmm. for for a romp in the back seat. And goes, you know what? I got I got a man at home, and I'm thankful for that. And she says, I'm I'm thankful we're matched, and I feel like I was able to grow because mm-hmm. of you. And Eris is like, yeah. In the words of Pastor Cal, that's intimacy. And that's it for today, guys. <sighs> D Day is next. 
Yeah, two D-Days. Two, I mean, two parts. Two-part D-Day. Maybe filmed over two days. Maybe two D-Days. We'll see. We'll see. I'm curious to see how it all ends. I have a, I have an idea, and it's different from my initial thoughts. But That's we'll for sure. see. That's for sure. So, as we said, if you missed it at the top of the show, we got a new show coming out next week. We will, we will be covering decision, decision Day, of course, but we will also be covering a new show called Match Me Abroad, Woo, which guys. will be filmed at least a third of the episodes or season in Teresa's homeland. My beautiful, beautiful homeland, the Czech Republic. Czech Republica. Exactly. Look at you. Can't what? wait to see Czech Republic on the screen. Can't wait to talk about Czech Republic. You love Czech Republic. Love Czech Republic. Love the women of Czech Republic. Oh. And we will see a, a young man or two uh, enjoy the finer, oh. the finer things of the Czech Republic. Yeah. After all these years and all these shows, this is the first time. Yeah, I mean, Shipanka from 90s, she's Czech. From she's Czech. from, but never... Her no. mom is more, more Czech than her. Yes. But yeah, she never fully embraced the Czech. Like, she spoke Czech to her mom, but that's it. Yeah, and then we saw Yara and Jovi go to Czech for like an episode and a half. And yeah, but there was no one ever from the Czech Republic. People from all over the freaking world. All over. Finally, there's a Czech person trying to be on these shows. Very excited. Very so that's coming up again. We'll round out this season. We got 90 day. And then after the other way we got before the 90 day, which is going to be spicy. Oh, it looks so good. <laughs> so good. I fucking love all these seasons with new people. Yeah. With new couples. Gimme. And one old couple, Gino and Jasmine. Oh, I love that too. <laughs> so, all right. A lot of good things coming up. We'll finish this season out strong. It's going to be all good things. All exciting things to talk about. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Join us on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Make sure you're following the podcast right here, right now, because we don't know when we're going to drop that Match Me Abroad episode. We, we gotta, haven't decided yet. we got to figure out that scheduling. But if you follow the podcast, you'll get it as soon as we drop it. So look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it is hot. As the beautiful horses, Clint and Gina were riding. Beautiful horses. Thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. And that's it. I think I've said it all. Have you said it all? Too much. You've said too much. We've sang too much. Always. We've, we've shared too much about our personal lives and oh, our yeah. and our wedding gifts. What are you gonna do? It's out there. It's out there now. We go sweet on edit. We do not. <laughs> we probably should. All right. With that, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.